I'm Autumn. And I'm Bethany. And we are A to B Podcast, working on getting from point A to point B through simplicity, organization, and some fun. We got on Skype an hour ago to start recording, and we've just been talking for an hour, and I'm like, uh, we better start recording, Bethany. See, that's what happens. And then sometimes what happens is that we'll be talking, and we'll be talking about things related to organization, and then we're like, oh, maybe we should have been recording that time, and then we could have included that in the podcast. (laughs) I'm like, wait, stop talking. That goes on the podcast. (laughs) It's so true. Well, I like talking to you. I know, but now we're running short on time for our podcasting. (laughs) I know. I already was like, okay, I think I have to cancel that appointment because the one hour I set aside is now gone. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Our episodes are are like 20 minutes, 30, 40 minutes at the most. And then we've talked for an hour and then we recorded for an hour and then... You'll be surprised to know that I cut out most of Bethany's stories to make her <laughs> podcast episodes about 25 minutes long. <laughs> I I think you cut out some of my singing too, which I'm not offended about, by the way. You do sing a lot. And I sing more than you. So that's funny. No singing has come out. I need to tell us. St- you're going to cut this story out, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> Let's hear it. In college, theater was one of my majors. I took this class called Singing for Actors. I think you remember because you went to the showcase at the end. Yes, I remember. And I remember on the very first day of class, there were probably about four or five of us who were crying. Like, we were so nervous that tears came out of our eyes. Like, just so scared and so nervous to sing in front of people. And I was one of those people. And by the end, you know, we're all belting out tunes. That class changed my life. Because it like opened up this freedom. It gave me this joy. I found this joy in singing. So even though I don't sing particularly well, I sing all the time. And I'm so glad because my kids in my class, we sing all the time. That's a beautiful story that I am going to (laughs) cut. I love the joy of singing. It's beautiful. I know. I have another story. Recently, I did get some free drinks on a Delta flight. Well, I was getting on the plane and this flight attendant was talking to another flight attendant and he's talking about the octopus from Little Mermaid. And he's saying, you know, oh, what, oh, what's her name? You know, the octopus, the octopus. I say, do you mean Ursula? And he goes, Ursula, yes, that's it. So later on, we're in the flight and he's doing the drink service and I order a beverage. This beverage contained alcohol and... (laughs) He held it up and he's like, hey, does Ursula have any songs from Little Mermaid? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, do you know him? And I said, yeah. He goes, want to sing for this? And he like rattles the little bottle. I didn't even hesitate. I started singing one of her songs and he gave me my drink for free. That is amazing. I said, this is the only time I've ever (laughs) gotten paid for my singing. I know how Carrie Underwood feels now. You know, she used to just sing for fun and now she gets paid millions of dollars to sing. So, you know exactly how Carrie Underwood feels. <laughs> People know who Ursula is now because if they've seen Descendants 2, Ursula's daughter's in Descendants 2. So, is she also an octopus? No, she's a pirate. Huh. Have you seen Descendants 2? <laughs> no, I haven't. We should probably talk about organizing, Bethany. Let's do it. First up is our summer organizing challenge. Do, 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 do. We 
been working on our photos for our summer organizing challenge. We have been talking about working on our photos for our <laughs> summer challenge. We haven't really been working on it. We've been talking about it a lot. Okay, so a fun little side note. I was in Seattle and I got to meet Molly Bullard in person. Molly is the photo organizer that we interviewed in episode 41. And I reached out to her because I was going to be in Seattle and I wanted to get a gift certificate for a family member for her organizing services. So she was, of course, like, yeah, it would be so fun to meet in person. So I didn't even tell you this, Autumn. I got to meet her. She's absolutely delightful. And we got to talk about pictures. And I was telling her, if you haven't listened to our latest episode, we do talk about you because we made it a challenge. And she was like, that's great. Everyone needs to back up. (laughs) So So it was a lot of fun. That's great. I hope you didn't tell her we haven't been following through. I told her that the summer challenge is in progress. I have been bucking you a little bit, Bethany, to see if you could finish something so we would have something to share on the podcast. I know. In our planning call, Autumn said, so how about you just do something and then you can at least share that you've made some progress. And I'd say, I think that we need to be authentic. I haven't done anything. No, that's not what you said. (laughs) That's not what I said. I said, how about tomorrow? What are you doing tomorrow morning? Can you email some pictures out? (laughs) I appreciate the encouragement. And I think that that brings up a good question of sometimes we have these projects that could literally just lie dormant, right? We we don't have to touch these these projects. We don't have to do these things. They're not pressing in terms of something like paying your electricity bill. Those are the projects that can just linger and err because I want to get it done. I do. Here's what we are missing in this photo organizing challenge. We haven't set aside any time in our calendar to do it. We yes. just said we're going to do this within the next two weeks. So that's mistake one. Mistake number two is putting it in bite-sized chunks because I thought all of your photos were already uploaded to Dropbox and all you need to do is like a quick edit. So instead of saying, I'm going to email out all these photos to my parents, making it a smaller bite-sized piece, which could be what? I think that's a really good point. So the next bite-sized chunk, I think I have photos uploaded because I'm going to do them through Google actually, through Google Drive. I have photos uploaded through... March or April, I think. Mm -hmm. So what I need to do is upload May and June so that I have all of the photos onto Drive. And then I'm going to sort, like with like, photos that I took out at recess, all of those are going to go into this folder and et cetera, et cetera. I think my vision was I was going to label each photo so parents could quickly search, but that's not going to happen because I wouldn't get the photos out to them. And I think my priority is just get it out to them. So your bite-sized piece is to work on May and June's photos. By work on it specifically, I mean get them uploaded from my iPhoto into Google Drive, which is not an impossible task. Yeah, so let's make that little bite-sized piece. I'm writing mine on my calendar. When's yours going? Oh, look at you. You're not messing around. I'm going to pull that up in a second, but what's your bite-sized chunk? I still have to finish my layout. I had like two more pages that I needed to work on. Of the 2016 book? Yeah, I haven't moved past that. (laughs) And then the other big thing was to back up, and I haven't even got to that point yet. So it's already in the middle of the summer. I know. Okay, Friday. This Friday, I'm going to spend at least 45 minutes working on my photos. I'm scheduling aside photos. Okay, I love that. I'm doing Thursday. So we're going to connect on Friday, see how it went. I love it. Look at this. Accountability. Step one, 
bite-sized piece. Step two, set aside time for it. Here we go. Bethany, you have some big news. (laughs) You have some really big news. Our schedules have been a little weird lately because she went on vacation and then I went on vacation and we haven't really had a podcast to share this big news, but I think today's the day. Is today the day? Today's the day. (laughs) You're engaged. (laughs) I'm engaged. Um, I am very excited about this. Yay, congratulations. Thank you. So this is exciting because there is a wedding to plan. (laughs) We started planning a little bit because... I, I'm speaking like I'm getting married with well, you. Well, I called Autumn and was like, you know, now Pinterest has this big thing where they talk all these different ways to ask somebody to be your bridesmaid, to be in your wedding. And I was on the phone with Autumn and I said, um, so I'm not going to do any of that, but would you be at my wedding? <laughs> you know what I would have said to you if you had done all that? You would say, why did you do that? Why did you waste that time? <laughs> I think it's a lovely gesture and I think that it's very sweet and the pictures I've seen of it are very, very cute. But I was like, hey, will you be my wedding? And your first question was, well, how many people are going to be in the bridal party? And I was like, what bridal party? Just you. What you? I needed to know what this entailed. Oh, because it wasn't just being in the wedding. I asked her to be my maid of honor and you said yes. Well, technically, I said I'll think about it. You said you'll think about that. (laughs) That's so true. She did say that. She said, I'll think about it. But I got to say that I respect that because my cousin, who I love very much, is a bridesmaid in this year, I think, five weddings, I think. I have no doubt that she loves these friends that are getting married, but I'm just like, that's really expensive. And how do you have time to be a bridesmaid in five weddings? I want a a simpler event and I don't want a bridal party, but I guess it is a bridal party, but it's small, small as in four people, as in you and my fiance and his best friend. So my best friend, his best friend, and that's it. (laughs) Well, I had a friend say no thank you to being a bridesmaid in my wedding and that was fine. It worked out great. I kind of respect that because if that's not something that you are interested in doing, I would want to know. Yeah, rather than having them dread being a part of it because they couldn't say no. Right. Because I got married around Christmas time, so it was a busy time and it was just too much for her. So I get it. And the cousin that I was talking about, one of these weddings was a destination wedding. And they were also doing destination bridal shower. And she was really worried about affording it. And she asked me. I did not offer my unsolicited advice, although I am totally willing to do that. And I said, well, it sounds like you might have to say no that you... You want to go to the wedding, but maybe you can't be in the bridal shower. Yeah. She did not listen to my advice, but that was okay. (laughs) That was okay. So I'm glad you said yes, because I really want you to be in my wedding. But I also, you know, you do have three kiddos. And so I would have understood if you were like, I just don't know if I could. But that's not what I said. That's not what you said. You said, (laughs) woohoo. That's right. (laughs) And along with the wedding comes something maybe even more important is the merging of stuff. (laughs) The merging of stuff. Because we've talked about your home. Yeah. And your desire to declutter it. And now we need to declutter in order to make room for somebody else's things. Yeah. So that is probably what we'll be talking about even more than the wedding. (laughs) I think so. So we decided to, once we got engaged, we decided that we would move in together 
I will first say that I'm very excited about this adventure. However, it meant that as I was wrapping up my my school year, he was bringing stuff over. Then we went on vacation. We came back and we were like, oh, yeah. Oh, right. We did put the bikes in the kitchen so that they were <laughs> so that they were out of the way. I forgot we put the bikes in there. You know, when I remembered when we got home at midnight because our flight had been canceled. And so we had been in the airport all day. And I was like, I have to eat something. And I'm like hitting the bikes, you know, with my foot. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What happened to our house? You know, so he used to surf and would like to surf again. So he has these surfboards. He got rid of one of them and he wants to get rid of another one. But he has this one that he, I couldn't picture it because it had been in his garage. So I couldn't picture the surfboard. And he was telling me how this is a really long board. This is, in fact, I think it's called a long board. (laughs) (laughs) He explained to me that it is going to take up a lot of room. And I have a one bedroom condo. And I said, okay, yeah, okay. Well, we should say without a garage. Without a garage. How could I not like even lead with that? I think that was made obvious when you said there's bikes in the kitchen. Yes, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) No garage, which can be frustrating because you realize the gift of the garage. I come home from school. He had texted me and said, hey, just a heads up. I moved in quite a bit of stuff today. I don't want you to get like overwhelmed or don't freak out kind of thing. I was very glad to be able to have my reaction in private because I open the door and the first thing I see is this giant surfboard. Now, I knew the surfboard was coming, but this is a big surfboard. Not only is it a big surfboard, yeah, but he moved my Oprah's to make room for <gasps> this surfboard. Wait a second. He did not. He put it on top of your desk and there was only new episodes of Oprah on top of your desk. There was, okay. In my system of Oprah's, I have my magazine file that includes all the current issues this year. So I actually hadn't even taken out 2017 yet. So in this magazine thing, it's 2017, the beginning of 2018, right? Yeah. So that had a home, my Oprah's removed, and the surfboard now resides where the Oprah's were. And I'm reminded of Peter Walsh. Peter Walsh. (laughs) That maybe you want to make space in your life for the new, Mm -hmm. which you made it sound like he moved your 20-year back issues of Oprah, and he did not. He moved a year's worth of Oprah. So I don't know if that was very fair of you. I am learning a lot about myself (laughs) and him in this process. (laughs) Well, you haven't had a roommate in a very long time. So this is, you've gotten kind of comfortable with it all being your own space. It's true. We have had our own apartments. We haven't lived together. And so it's a big transition. I think this is going to be really great because I think it's going to be this accountability person right there with you. Because I can tell you right now, I would not keep the kitchen as clean as I do if I didn't live with a family. If it was just me, I'd be like, oh, it's okay. I'll clean it up later because my messes are small, right? Yeah. These little tiny shifts that I think are going to be good for me anyway. Yeah. Okay. This is what I need your help with. He brought in a small bookshelf. Okay. This bookshelf has three shelves. He purged a ton of stuff. He was like making a lot of trips to Goodwill. So his books have already been pared down. Mm -hmm. 
So he said to me yesterday, well, I do think that I want to get rid of this bookshelf. We don't need this little bookshelf because we have these other three bookshelves, (laughs) these big bookshelves that are mine. And I said, well, how are we going to get rid of this bookshelf? Like it's full of books right now, right? Because he set up the little bookshelf and then he put all his books on it. And he said, well, we have three huge bookshelves. And what I realized, I said, even said to him, I said, I think what you're telling me is that you would like me to say goodbye to some of my books so that I can fit your books on. I, I have not started this yet, Autumn, and I'm, I'm turning to you. I have to get rid of three shelves of books. You told me like six months ago you were ready to start getting rid of some books. I don't remember saying that. You said, I think I want to start paring down my library because I never read any of these books. But you know what I did? I started reading them. Isn't that convenient? (laughs) (laughs) The last thing I want is for him to think that my books are more important than him because that is just not true. But that is what my emotions are acting like. They're acting as if it's impossible to get rid of books. And I'm like... I'm trying to really bring it home, Autumn, and I need your practical brain. I think that's a good perspective to have as you pick up each book, that you're making room for his books. But don't you think that there's books on there that you're done with anyway? Like, it's not like he's asking you to get rid of books that you love. We're just getting rid of books that you are done with. That's reasonable. I think what I need is the same with the photos. I need a plan of attack is what I need. I think it will be meaningful It's not even like he's saying, hey, can you make room on these shelves so that I can like put my Lego Destroyer Star Wars things on there, right? Like he's actually asking to put more books on there. So it's like the books are going to come out, but other books are going to come in. So I mean, Lego Destroyer would be kind of cool too, though. So (laughs) what if you just go shelf by shelf, but like start with the top shelf? Okay, what on this shelf can I get rid of and start there and see how many you're able to get rid of? Let's do that right now. I see the bookshelf right behind you. (laughs) No, really. First shelf, top shelf. Are there any books on here that I'm done with? Okay. Marie Kondo, that bookshelf. You just say, does this bring me joy? Yes or no? See, I don't like that question for you because you'll say yes to every single book. I'll say yes to every single book. Okay. So when I walk over to my bookshelf, what's the first thing that I'm going to do? I'm going to have a container. Can you really go over there and do it now? I'll cut it out. Can you really go to that top shelf right there? The top one over there? Yeah. Go look across it and see if there's any books that you're done with. Okay. Okay, we paused the recording. There was no books on that shelf? There are some books that I think I can say goodbye to. However, this is what I'm coming up against. I'm looking at the books and I'm said, okay, like there's this one, for instance. I have not read that book yet, but I'm like, ooh, I have this book because I want to read this book. Yeah, but you haven't read it yet. I haven't. You've had it for years and years, and it's at the library whenever you want it. Put it on your Goodreads list, take a picture of it, whatever you need to do. You're making room for somebody else's books. So... Everybody's going to think that sounds really harsh, but you don't know how many books Bethany has that just sit there that you don't read. I have. And I've seen you get rid of a lot of books. You used to have a lot more than this. I used to have a lot more than this. There's one move that I did where I got rid of tons of books. I mean, like, I got rid of a couple hundred books on that move. Yeah. Like, if you ask me, what did I do then to get rid of those books? There's only one book I miss out of all those hundreds of books. That's right. It's probably only because this guy picked it up and was like, eh, I'll give you a quarter for it or something like that. And I sold it and then I wish I hadn't. Do you want me to buy it from you on Amazon? Because I'm sure it's really cheap. For my birthday, I do. Okay. And if you do that with all those other books, if there's one you miss, I will buy it for you for $2. Okay. You can do this. 
how come you didn't pull any of those books off the shelf? Well, because I thought we were just doing this as like a practical, like theoretical exercise. <laughs> no, we're doing this for real. Here are your options because people are going to be like, why don't you just get another bookshelf, another tall bookshelf in your home? That is my, that is what I could do. I could do that because I have enough books with his and some that are overflowing. Yes, I could do that. But what you don't have is any space in your home. You don't have any space for another bookshelf because you have three tall bookshelves already. And a surfboard and two bikes. <laughs> and every Oprah magazine ever published. <laughs> so there's no room. So choose your priorities. Do you want to get rid of your Oprah's so you have room for your books and his books? Do you want to, you have to get rid of a piece of furniture if you want another bookshelf. Truthfully, and I'm not trying to be a baby about this, but truthfully, my impulse is to say I want to get another bookshelf. And so what I'm fighting against is my impulse. You could get another bookshelf. Where would you put it? <laughs> it would it would be very overwhelming to have a fourth big bookshelf in here. I think if you're listening right now and you're like, what is the big deal? Just get rid of some books. I think we all have those things in our lives that are like harder to get rid of, right? So yeah. I'm not choosing my books over him. I am saying I want you to feel at home here. I want your things to have a space on the shelf. Like I want those things. And so when I'm standing in front of the bookshelf, I think I just have to say that of like what really matters. What really matters to me is that he feels at home here. Yeah. And you don't read the books that are on your shelf. Some of them are for reference. Then keep the ones that you reference and get rid of the ones that you don't. The ones that are important to you, keep. The ones that you reference, keep. The ones that you don't reference but have been sitting there and you are meaning to reference them, get rid of them because there's the internet and you reference the internet way before you go to a book. Except your teacher books. That's different. You know what I mean. Like the books that you are not referencing, you're actually searching on the internet. Let's say goodbye to those. Okay. The books that you've been meaning to read and haven't read in the past five years, you need to say goodbye to and make a list, take a picture, however you'd like to catalog them if you'd like to. And they will be there at the library. They will be there for $3 on Amazon. I raised the price. <laughs> they will be there for 3 to $5 on Amazon. If you want it, $20 or less in 20 minutes. I think your books fall into that category. Oh, I forgot about the Minimalist 2020 Challenge. Mm -hmm. They said if you can replace it for $20 or less in 20 minutes or less, then you say goodbye to it. Yeah. <sighs> this is not really how I think, but let's go there for a minute. Don't you think those books would like to be out and being read instead of sitting there in your bookshelf not being read. Nobody's even using them or reading them. They're just sitting you there. You don't think that way about objects. But you do. <laughs> I do. Those poor books <laughs> are not being read. And they could be out there before they become outdated while they're still interesting to people. And somebody could pick it up and say, I've been looking for this book. I don't know why they'd say that because they have Amazon. But Maybe they are. I do that. Okay, one of the things that I love so, so much are the library book sales where the books are like a dollar. There's this book I read just recently, and I had two copies of it because two times I said, oh, I've been looking for this. <laughs> and just think you could donate these books to the library. Yeah. The library will get them and earn money from the, the sale of them, and somebody else will come across the book. Okay. So how many books did you get off the top shelf? None yet, but I, I saw at least three that I could say goodbye to. And Can we try that again? Can you walk over there and pull them off the shelf, please? 
I'm not ready to do that this second. I want, this is what I want to do. No, 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 this is what I want to do because what I want to do is I want to have a bin that I put it in. I have a bin in the other room that I'm going to take and then as I pull it out, I'm going to put them in the bin. Okay, I'll wait. Go grab that bin. Okay, hang on. We paused the recording for the second time. Bethany, how many books did you get off your shelf? Ten. <gasps> Bethany! <laughs> That's one shelf! You know what's kind of funny? When I pulled those books off, it like made room for the books that were stacked in front of it. So it's like... You didn't really make extra room, yeah, I know. So that was the... I was watching. <laughs> But the point is, off of one shelf out of many, you got 10 books off. Does it feel good? Well, if... Why doesn't it feel good? No, no, no. It does feel good. It feels like the conversation with you, like, kind of, you know, I'm kind of like, okay, just go do it. Mostly because you weren't going to let me not do it. I'm like, just go do it. Yeah, because we can think about it for days. Yeah. But the point is, is once you get started doing it, it's not as hard as you thought, right? It wasn't as hard as you thought. Or am I making that up? <laughs> well, I think I think it was okay. And I think the big thing is I said, okay, w- low-hanging fruit. Yes. What are the ones that, yes, I want to read, but I can easily get again at the library? Yes. Bethany, we are going to have a Skype session on your bookshelf. <laughs> and I'm just going to be sitting here, and you're going to bring out every book, and I'm going to say what you need to do with it. <laughs> can we do that, please? Yes, because we got to make this happen. We got to make this happen. Or you got to buy another bookshelf. Those are your two options. You only got two. And the thing is, is if I buy another bookshelf, he's going to say, we don't have room for another bookshelf. Because you don't. We don't. He's a smart man. You got to listen to him. (laughs) Thank you for not letting me, because I said I'll do it later and you didn't let me get out of it. So thank you. I don't know if you really mean that. Thank you. (laughs) You're kind of saying it with gritted teeth. I am eager to have a Skype session with you. And listeners, if you have tips on what you do when you need to clear some space, have you struggled to get rid of books? I need to hear. I need to hear. Tell me. (laughs) I am totally all ears. I think that's a great idea, Bethany. If you have suggestions for Bethany, if you are a book lover, and maybe you have some words to encourage Bethany, we would love to hear it. As always, we welcome your comments. You can find us by emailing hello at a to b podcast.com or you can find us on Facebook or Instagram, A to B Podcast. You can also leave us a voicemail, 858 480 7722. 858 480-space. And please tell a friend about our podcast. It's a really great way for us to get the word out. And if you haven't yet, we would love a review on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now. Bye. Today's the day. Go ahead. <laughs> well, so my big news is that I got... Or wait, am I sharing it? <laughs> I feel like I should share it. Okay, go ahead. You're engaged. <laughs> I'm engaged.